0: Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, outs on the main f- uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have... All Access Documentary Series Review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shoutouts on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic uh, movie reviews as well. And then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover. And that also includes bonus episodes, classic movie reviews, interviews with independent actors, actresses directors and comic book writers and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes monthly newsletters free digital movies and shadows on the main feed as well go ahead subscribe to the patreon we hope that you will see you there and always until next time guys bye
1: bye hey charlie hey charlie hey john hey how you doing
2: I'm alright. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing all right. Uh so how's your day been?
2: Huge, quiet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish mine was, I'll tell you that much.
2: <laughs> but you know how it goes. Uh hey, we got we were able to do another revisit review and and we all all three of us want to do it, so that's good.
0: Oh okay, so you did get word back from Sean. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think he commented on the page. On, on okay. our on our messages, yeah, he uh, he said. Uh, uh, let's see what he he said. S- uh, sounds good. Haven't seen it since it came out in theaters, and he says Howie Berry's character has the same last name as me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: and yeah. we just have to set up a day and a date on when we're gonna do it and everything. So yeah, in case anybody's wondering, we're actually gonna probably do a revisit review for Swordfish soon. So, that's something movie. that's actually exciting. <laughs> I love that movie, to be honest with you. The it's whole set of so the very beginning is yeah. totally awesome. But anyway, yeah, I, mean, I don't want to no. steal our own thunder, that's for sure. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's all good.
0: Exactly. So, here's the thing. Whenever I heard this news last night, Spider-Man phone home, I put a question mark by, by it. I'm like, what the hell is Tom doing? You know, that's my first initial yeah. thoughts. And then I looked at the green outline of it. And then also too, it looked like a Green Lantern kind of logo with the Spider Man logo, like with the yeah. Hobgoblin. So my initial thought my other initial thoughts were like this. So is this gonna be where we have the Hobgoblin and the Green Goblin together?
2: And then today
0: yeah. we got those different titles in in there as well. And I think they're
2: all last night. All three of those titles. I think one was by the guy that plays Ned. One was by uh, Zandade, Mary Jane, and then Tom Holland. So all three of them came out last night and they're all kind of, they were all the fake ones in a sense. Because they wouldn't be telling Tom, Tom, they wouldn't be telling Tom Holland the, uh, this information because he will spoil it. That's why, like I said, and then, they go on the whole fact of Tom Holland like saying both Tom Maguire and Andrew Garford are not in this movie, but everybody else is. When we go back to the fact that, that he's revealed in the past that the studio has given him a fake script to begin yes, with, so he, he doesn't spoil it. So the fact that he's going out saying now, like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garford are not in this movie, and knowing him... <laughs> I think mean, I think it's I think it'd probably be a safer bet to say that they're gonna be in it. <laughs> because knowing Tom Holland probably he has a fake script.
0: <laughs> exactly. And you know, what I liked about this was like I actually pictured this where he's actually in the executive's office, uh, knocking mm-hmm. on the door trying to get in and trying to find out information on what the actual title is. And then yeah. what we get today is the exact thing in the back of my head. And everything was played out today uh, during that whole entire thing where he's knocking on the door of the executives. The executives won't let him in or anything. Zendaya comes out, then Ned, the actor who plays Ned, comes out, and like, yeah. forget it, forget it, Tom. They're not giving us anything. He goes, why? Yeah. Well, because they're afraid that you're going to spoil the title. He goes, what are you talking about? I would yeah. never spoil the title. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, really?
2: You spoiled <laughs> so, the most one. Right. Yeah.
0: I, was, I like, think it's perfect. like,
2: yeah. Yeah, I think it was funny because I think when I watched the teaser, uh, Tom Holland was actually in the office with John Watts, the director, and he came out and they said, "Would they give you another fake, a fake title?" And he goes, "Yeah." So I mean, he didn't <laughs> get rejected; they just gave him another fake title. And then, then they're walking by, and then you see the 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 the, the whiteboard with the real title, which it's kind of uh, which really leads to uh, multiverse. To be honest. Mm. That's true. I think, it just, I think like, it's just love... yeah. right. like... Oh, go ahead, Sorry.
0: It's okay. But no, I definitely love the title for this. It's much better than Phone Home. The first thing I think of is E.T. Phone Home.
2: Yeah.
0: You know? And I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> Whenever I first saw that. And then, you know, the, then we actually get the actual name for it. And I'm excited for it, to be honest with you. I was even excited yeah. about... It's, here's the thing. Movies are just titles. It doesn't mean that yeah. the movie's going to be good or not, bad or not. It's just the title no. and how it flows. That's all it is. And people make it such yeah. a big ordeal about what the title actually is. You know? Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, this movie's going to suck because it's named this. That does not mean that the movie's going to suck. The title might no. sound weird, but it could still be good. Yeah. But I definitely like what they, what they did to promote and everything. Yeah. And, you know... I definitely, here's the thing, too. You know, uh, No Way Home is a perfect title and everything, too, for it if you actually think about it. Because maybe yeah. he gets sucked into the multiverse. Maybe he goes into the multiverse.
1: Yeah. And then,
0: that's what I'm thinking. He gets sucked into this multiverse thing. It's going to be a live adaptation of the multiverse that we got from the Sony end of yeah. things with the animated stuff. And also, too, who's to say that he doesn't get stuck? Now, that's actually another good point, though, that I want to make. What if he gets stuck in the multiverse, and that's how he actually goes into the Sonyverse? verse mm. And that's how we actually get Venom. That's how we get um, Morbius. That's how we have all these other villains come together
1: yeah. and everything in the mm-hmm.
0: Sony-verse, and Tom's in the center of that Sony-verse now. Because, don't forget, Sony has been building their villain verse for a while within the Sony verse. So yeah. that's why we probably also haven't seen a single Spider-Man yet is because maybe they're building that up to where maybe Tom will winds up being stuck in the multiverse.
2: Yeah. Or maybe it's not, uh, maybe it's technically maybe not be like, because like, again, Dr. Strange is in this movie. And so this could be all set up because of what happens in WandaVision. And essentially, because WandaVision, right. because they said whatever happens in WandaVision is going to be set up. What's going on in Spider Man, and right. and of course the Multiverse of Madness movie of Doctor Strange. So again, I think like, I like maybe it's not like the choice of like Spider Man and him getting sucked in, or he just he has no like it. it just happens, um, right. and then again, yeah. And then also he's also got the fact that he's uh, his name he's uh he's been exposed as killing some guy somebody which which we you know is false but everybody else does and that's why you had J.J. Jameson come out and say yes yeah, Spider-Man is the killer of uh of uh
0: Mysteri-
2: Mysterio Mysterio yeah and and then uh, and then of course the reveal is Peter Parker that's how, what happened at the end of that one and then so Peter's also got to find find some guy some find a lawyer to get out of jail or. A lawyer randomly approaches him because he hears from a distance. Hence, I'm going to say that's to
0: Matt. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Matt. Like, like I, I'm pretty sure Matt, Matt Murdoch will be in this movie at some capacity. <laughs>
0: right. I'm still going on my speculation with the whole Wandavision thing. Is okay. We yeah. only see one one town being into this universe and everything. We don't
2: see the bigger. I haven't. Picture uh, yeah. Going no, on no, I haven't. Seen, see, yeah. Sorry. Let me stop. You. I haven't seen any of this show yet. I no. know.
0: No, Yeah. but I'm not yeah. going to give spoilers yeah. or anything like that. But I'm just saying, okay, based, yeah. off of what I, yeah, based off of what I'm saying, I'm just speculating. Okay. But it's only centered in this one area. I'm not going to say
1: mm-hmm.
0: anything else other than that. But it's only focused in on this one area. Just because it's focused in on that one area does not mean that we don't have portals opening up somewhere else that they're not covering right now. No. Or anything like that. So maybe during this whole entire time, when the, during the trial that happens... Maybe that's Maybe. when we have this whole entire ordeal happens. Because yeah. I'm thinking this is how it's going to be played out because i read the House of M comic that WandaVision is actually based off of.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: with Strange, she has to go into her mind to, to pull everything out of her head to re- make her realize that everything that's going on is her fault and why her world is actually being torn apart. So I'm thinking that after that winds up happening, that's when our world winds up becoming wrecked. To the point where yeah. Doctor Strange comes involved with Spider-Man.
2: hmm And it makes she's sense. The, Yeah. She's the she's the DC's uh, she's like she's the Marvel's version of Barry Allen. Damn it. He <laughs> changed the timeline.
0: Well, not necessarily changed the timeline, but she definitely made a lot of other stuff happen. Maybe mutants coming out of nowhere. Maybe she winds up destroying half the mutant population, and that's when we get the 192 uh, hundred ninety-two, uh, mutants comes in. There's a lot of speculation, a lot of stuff that I've been researching and deal- doing and everything for the show <laughs> that I'm just hyped up on. But mm-hmm. when you look at this and everything for the poster from last night with the phone home, I was just thinking shared universe. We're probably going to get two hob a hobgoblin and a green goblin. I also heard rumors that William Dafoe is gonna might be coming back as uh Green Goblin.
2: Yeah, I read that makes- too.
0: So I'm excited about that. Just don't put him in that same suit. Now that we actually have the effects, that we can actually do something a lot different where the effects are a lot more fresh. Yeah. Because I really don't want to see a mask over William Defoe. I want some type of deformication whenever it comes down to the Green Goblin show the transformation mm-hmm. of Green Goblin or something like that. You know? Yeah. Then, of course, too, um, I'm excited to see Doc Ock. I like the first two Spider-Man films just fine.
2: Yeah, so, I
0: did too. Spider-Man 2 then, is my favorite. Mine too. And then, of course, Andrew Garfield coming in might, might be showing up too. But who's to say that we won't get a Miles Morales show up?
2: They Yeah, they tried that in the, uh like, the, uh, the uh, Donald Glover character. He, I mean, like, the, the brief appearance in him, everybody kept speculating he was Miles Morales in Spider-Man Homecoming.
0: Right, but what if, that's just speculation, what if we don't even know who or where Miles Morales is? Maybe he's sucked into the multiverse, into Peter's world, while yeah. Peter's sucked into the other dimension. So, therefore, we can have two different Spider-Mans in different universes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because think of it. We can have Tom Holland in the Sony-verse, and then we can have Miles Morales in this new universe for for, uh, Disney and Marvel. Mm Mm-hmm. We can have the best of both worlds, if you think about
2: it. Yeah. It's
0: not primarily focused on Peter anymore.
2: Yeah. It's interesting to see where of- they're
0: gonna go with that. What do you think of that idea though?
2: I mean, it's interesting. Again, um um like I said, I mean it's like we're like um I'm, I'm, that might be kind of cool, but then again, it might be kind of confusing. I mean, if you have two different Spider-Mans, in a sense, they're technically in the same universe, but they're not. So, I don't know. Um, I, I need to probably, like I said, we'll probably need to hear more, see more, all that good stuff before they right. jump in. I think right, I think we're just excited because we're getting multiverse. So all of our minds are just going so crazy. Go crazy.
0: <laughs> it is. Like, my wheels are just turning every single time whenever I watch WandaVision, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I'm going from... Uh, thinking one way and then I come out of the show thinking another because it goes on the opposite direction that I think that it was going to go in and and that's mm-hmm. in a good way because I don't like something yeah. that is going to be predictable so that's mm-hmm. something that I really liked. but you know I would here's the thing back before they introduced us to Miles Morales and everything in that animated film that we got with the Sony yeah um version I would actually say it was too soon to have Miles in a movie because nobody knew who Miles was. It would be too confusing to have two Spider-Mans. But considering we already have an animated film based on Miles Morales with the Sony-verse, with the multiverse, that's what helps works this whole situation where there might be a little confusing, at least in my opinion. Maybe, you know, I think that it actually will work as long as they say Miles... Spider-Man, the new, uh, whatever spider Man's title that they use for Miles Morales, if they go down that route,
1: they can yeah. say
0: um, Amazing Spider-Man featuring Miles Morales. So the way it doesn't get confusing for just average moviegoers. And then have Tom Holland in the Sony-verse and do it that way. Yeah. But that's just speculation. This is just me having fun. <laughs> you know, I just yeah. wanted to Here's the thing. I'm I'm a big sweaty nerd. I I love comic (laughs) books and stuff like that too. So just the stuff makes me gun ho. (laughs) Where my where I can't get I can't shut up about it. I have to talk to somebody about it. You know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I mean, like I said, I mean we're getting the first time we're even potentially getting a real life Spider Verse. I mean, we would have fought years ago, like when Tim McGuire, We thought, oh, Tim McGuire's gonna be a Spider Man. They're like, oh no, now we gotta get another one, and now Tom Holland, and now. We got the MCU, so I mean, anything's <laughs> anything's possible at this point. So, exactly.
0: Um, another thing, though, too is I know that we also read the articles about Deadpool three, and then also to the Punisher, and then we also had Blade. Some Blade news as well.
2: Well, I mean, Deadpool three news hasn't been new for a while. I mean, we've known. I mean, there was nothing added to it for. Deadpool three, all that is is it's gonna be our. It's gonna be written by the Bob's Burgers writers. Um, it's not filming anytime soon because Ryan Reynolds is a schedule. So I mean that one, that one's been out for a while. There was nothing really at it so far, and then I haven't read anything about Punisher. Um, I think okay. the only thing I read was regarding Blade was that Wesley Snipes is like he, um, he's currently working on other stuff. I think he's working on a female a female action movie that's going to be, he called it a blade killer. Um, Mm -hmm. And he said he's open to join the blade reboot. Um, That is, but I think the the one thing you're talking about is the Kevin Feige said, uh, besides Deadpool three, there's nothing there. They don't have any plans right now to make any other movies coming out. R rated. So again, the right now portion, I think once they get a lot of negative feedback and they kind of already is, but potentially not making blade R rated, I think that will change. I think Blade will be our... um, Again, again, this is just... the We don't even know much about (laughs) Blade.
0: Right. Right now, they're at the beginning stages, so anything can change between now and then, because they're not filming on this yet. So it would be different if this movie already broke production, and of course, also, too, if this film was already in the bag and get ready to be shipped out, and it says, coming soon to a and near you, Blade, PG-13. Yeah. And so that would actually be the only way that it would um wind up being PG-13, is if it was actually official that it was PG-13. So it could change yeah. that at any moment. But I'm hoping that it's rated R, because we do need a rated R Blade. You cannot have Blade yeah. or anything like that. Then again, we said the same thing about Venom. But still, with Blade, he's that R-rated edge character that needs to bolt. Like I said, they need to go ahead and make this where... For example, uh, having Marvel Knights as a studio. Yeah. And making that your centerpiece for R rated edge characters like Ghost Rider, The Punisher, and all that, and let it connect into one universe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But Daredevil can actually, here's the thing with Daredevil though Daredevil, on the other hand, can actually expand out into a PG 13 format because of Matt. Yeah. Everything. You can just focus in on just Matt being a lawyer within the PG-13 universe. And then after that, have it within the Marvel Knights universe be rated R with Daredevil. So he can actually yeah. go back and forth between the two. The Punisher, on the other hand, I did not want to see a PG-13 Punisher. Uh, I like Thomas Jane as the Punisher. But my other favorite one, of course, is John Bernthal. He, hands down, is one of my favorite Punisher mo- uh, Punishers. Everything he did a really good job with the Punisher, mm-hmm. so that's hands down my favorite Punisher. Those two, um, but it used to be Thomas Jane was first, now Thomas Jane took the back seat, and now John Brunthal is number one. <laughs> now, yeah, uh, and, then, and now Thomas Jane is like number two on my list.
2: But did you ever see you Dolph know, Lundgren's Punisher?
0: Yeah, uh, that will be dead last. <laughs> 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 Dolph Lundgren will be on dead last in center. I don't care. I would actually put um, what's the uh, what's the name of the second Punisher movie? that's Ray Stevenson.
1: That I, I think Ray Stevenson. Stevenson.
0: Yeah, I would put him as number three and put Dolph as number four. <laughs> that's where I would actually put him. But let's see what we got for a message. We, we have a message. Yeah.
3: John Barenthal is undoubtedly the best Punisher we have ever seen on screen. I would love to see him come back. Uh, whether or not Marvel does that uh, because they have the rights back, I don't know. But right now, to me, as far as I'm concerned, John Barenthal is the Punisher. Absolutely. I
0: agree, Absolutely. Anything- I have a Punisher statue of John Brunthal as the Punisher. Plus, I have a Punisher pop autograph by John Brunthal himself, I have the picture and the authenticity to, uh, of of it and everything. So, I'm a huge Punisher fan when it comes down to John Brunthal, and I know that uh, Charlie is as well, though, because you yeah, you got to
2: meet John. Oh yeah, I, I was. He was at Awesome Con a couple years ago, um, and I got I got my photo with him. Yeah. And I, and I have the pic- image of the... I have the photo with me right now. That was... Because uh, my... uh <laughs> I loved going to these things. And these are cool. And then my... It was like... It was my my dad, and my mom... My, uh, my dad, and my brother, and my sister, and myself... All taking the photo of Birth Burf- uh, Burf- And that was awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this. It just makes me kind of a Debbie Downer in a sense. Because of the fact that I was just hoping Blade would be rated R. But I... Yeah. But, you know... At the same time, like you said, I just need to go ahead, take a deep breath and let it manorate a little bit and be like, "You know what? You know they still have time. they can make this thing into a uh, radar movie anytime that they want to. Nothing's been broken down into production yet or anything like that. so I can focus in on just let see what's gonna happen um. we
1: have another message
3: alright you guys did not have to flex that hard (laughs) with your (laughs) fandom but no I I respect it for sure Uh, he's an iconic character and John Bernthal knocked it out of the park uh, and if I met him I probably would just be you know stumbling over my words so can't even imagine
0: the funny thing is man uh, he was down in New Orleans and everything without any security and one of my friends ran into him which is actually pretty funny so I thought that was actually pretty funny that John Bernthal who don't get me wrong I know that he's not like the strongest actor or whatever but I thought he would actually be surrounded by security you know especially in New Orleans you know what I mean man
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to flex my muscles I was like it was like it was just like, like John asked me a question
0: <laughs> hey I was flexing my muscles though too man I, I mean I was right there <laughs> yeah know? I know
2: <laughs> I mean I, I have a pop figure as a Punisher and I have a lot of shirts um, like like I said on our Face Off review we both wore Punisher shirts
0: <laughs> and it wasn't even planned either to be honest with you no. <laughs> that what makes it even funnier I know um, then of course I also have I have a couple of, I have a lot of Punisher comics to be honest with you too and things like that I'm a huge comic book fan yeah. let's see we have another message yeah
3: but you gotta think the punisher he rolls solo he's a lone wolf out here he's got he's he's packing you know he's not worried about anybody else he don't need an entourage so that's so in line with this character i love that
0: that's true he's a one-man soldier man that you you got a point there He don't he is the army he is the security you don't need nothing else no
3: you know,
0: i still laugh at jason for example i still laugh at jason momoa having those security guards and they look like he looks like a monster compared to them <laughs> you know yeah
2: <laughs> i mean he could but, take out anybody pretty pretty much i mean give him like, just have him alone with a bunch of people he'd walk out just easily <laughs>
0: definitely um is there anything else that you that's out there that just pops to you right now as far as um the mcu goes or anything like that any questions about wanda vision for me
2: um, no, I have any questions right now. I'm uh, I mean, like I said, I have to get start watching Wandavision as soon as I get Disney yeah. Plus.
0: But seriously, man, I Wandavision is fantastic. Like I said, the expectations that I have for that is just bonkers and everything. Um, in case anybody's wondering, I do do a Wandavision after show on Fridays on YouTube at Movie Lover's Night, and. Tamika and I do that show together. So if you guys want to catch it, it's at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. I mean, Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, and 6 o'clock Pacific Time, if you guys want to check that out. But, you know, see, having all this news of the MCU, it just does stuff to me where I'm just excited about it. And then yeah. You know, knowing that we're going to get a Deadpool movie that's going to be rated R mixed in with the MCU, I don't know I
1: don't know how to
0: even explain that, you know? Yeah. Uh let's see. We have another message.
3: Okay, like how I was saying that John Birenthal is the best Punisher we've got on screen. Uh WandaVision set the bar so high for Marvel shows. I mean like the Punisher and the Netflix ones, there there's some really good seasons. I'm not gonna lie, from what I've seen. Um, but just as far as the MCU WandaVision set the bar super high for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So yeah, man, highly recommend that. It's been the highlight of my last, you know, month.
0: Oh, same here, dude. Same here. And, you know, I've been I read the House of M comic back whenever it first came out. And now realizing that this is centered around the House of M stuff and things like that. It makes me really sweaty when it comes down to it. Um but yeah, WandaVision is fantastic. I'm excited about Falcon and the Winter Soldier and things like that as well. Because, yeah, like you said, it, it set that bar so damn high. It's not even funny, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, and you then know? June 11th, this one, Loki's out. They announced that today.
0: Yeah, that's another thing uh, that I want to mention is Loki. If they can do – if WandaVision – can do with uh, what it's doing right now, and Loki can carry that on, I'm, I'm fine with a Loki um, series to see what they're going to do with him.
1: Because yeah.
0: I have no clue at how they're going to do a Loki series or anything like that on how it's centered around him.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm intrigued on it.
0: Because it gives us a chance to use our imaginations for a change and also yeah. to we don't – We here's the thing. I read House of M, like I mentioned, for division. With this, I don't know what to expect with Loki, to be honest with you. There's not really any type of background that I think I can actually go on to where I can say that – make my predictions or anything like that. And I like the fact mm-hmm. that I can a- use my imagination rather than saying, okay, well, this may not be canon here or anything like that. I can actually go in this with a fresh take versus – looking at what's canon and what's not canon. So that's yeah. one positive outlook for me on my side of things. What about you? I mean, are you do you like stuff that is canon or do you like stuff that's non-canon? How what, what's your go-to?
2: It varies on what they're what they're trying to do. If it, if it like if and it's not canon but it's trying to tell the bigger story of what the next phase is going to be, yeah, I'll probably be interested. But if they're doing it just for the sake of doing it, then I'm like it, it really depends.
0: I can understand that, but one thing I learned about the MCU and what Kim and Feige is doing, they never put stuff in for the sake of getting us hyped up. There's always a yeah. reason behind their thing, behind everything. It's not just there for a reaction or filler. So there yeah. has to be a logical explanation. And I would mm. like to actually see a Loki and Thor reunion. Yeah. That's what I would like to see somehow or another. Um... The Loki Loki winds up coming face to face with Thor in some way. It's more present time. Yeah. That's what I would like to see. I would like to see maybe the series go brings it to where it's a more a day thing than something that was in the pa- Loki's past or something like that. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So don't forget he has that cube. So anything is possible with that.
1: Yeah. Uh let me think.
0: Then I do want – here's the thing. I do want them to give us another Ghost Rider movie because I like – don't get me wrong. I like the very first Nicolas Cage movie. The second one, not so much. But I I want a new take on Ghost Rider. I want another actor playing Ghost Rider right now.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't
0: mind uh, the guy from The Walking Dead right now, Norman Reigns, to play that character, to be honest.
2: Yeah. I thought the guy that did did it on the uh, the Agents of Shield show was pretty cool,
0: but that was not. Here's the thing with that though: that was yeah. not like Johnny Blaze. That was another no. character. That's the, yeah. That's the that's the thing that I didn't like about it. I get the fact that it was canon with the uh, comics and stuff like that. It was like after the Johnny Blaze run, but I want to see Johnny Blaze again. I want to see yeah. another actor bring that character to life again. You know, instead of saying, well, we really have a problem with the Johnny Blaze character, so we're not going to use that character anymore. Come on. Just go on ahead and use him and don't underutilize who who Johnny Blaze is. Focus in on the mythology and zero in on that. And also give us the rules of a proper rules analysis of what Ghost Rider is. Once you have that set up, we're good to go. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like anything else that I want to mention, because here's the thing, I'm just, I'm just bonkers right now and excited over everything, but then it looks like to, oh, we have another message.
3: So I'd like to get your guys' reaction to like them announcing that there's going to be a new Blue Beetle uh, adaptation oh, yeah. which i'm really excited about i'm always on stereo here i do a show on every saturday about wannavision i'm constantly yeah. talking about we need more latin representation in the mcu and in superhero movies in general there still hasn't been uh you know latino superhero and i think they officially announced um the blue beetle is coming so i'm really hyped for that what do you guys think
0: okay so i'm excited about blue beetle I've been saying that they need to go ahead and make Latinos have a representation on screen, just like they did for Chicago um, with Black Panther. So the way they mm-hmm. can, act, so that way Latinos can have someone that they can look up to on the screen and represent themselves. And that's something that I feel like Latino that's missing within the DC universe, the MCU universe and things like that. Don't get me wrong. We have uh Lewis and everything off the MCU, but we don't have like a big major character that, and everything that is goofy. brings out the same kind of style and everything else that Peter Parker has. And now Latinos have a chance to see themselves and being represented into the right way on the screen and having that character, a blue beetle. I'm excited for the Latinos. I'm excited for them that they actually get to experience the same experience that people of color get to experience. Because that's what we're missing in our culture. That's what that's about. I cannot stand whitewashing. I can't stand none of that crap. I'm just glad that we're finally getting some type of diversity within the unit, uh, within everything. What about you?
2: Oh, um, I'm not familiar with Blue Beetle. So it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see how they do it. Um, okay. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, um, with the Blue Beetle, pretty much you can play Injustice 2 to actually understand Blue Beetle's humor. Whenever I was talking about like the mm-hmm. kind of vibe from him, he's also a tech character as well. So he's in the mix of maybe a little bit of Bruce Wayne, mixed in with a little Peter Parker in it, has a lot more lightheartedness to him as well. Um, that's something that I really liked about his character. I read a couple of Blue Beetle stuff and things like that to get to know his character more. So, you know, I'm excited to see um, his character being represented onto the big screen finally. So that's that's always a good thing. Let's see. Then of course we also have some other stuff that came out of Disney and everything. As well. We have the uh, Mighty Duck stuff. Oh, yeah. Which I'm excited for.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, okay, hold on. We actually have another
3: message. Also, shout out to the actress that got cast as Supergirl. Um, You know, mm-hmm. fuck the haters who are just going to yeah. be mad whenever there's a minority cast in some of these roles. like, Because it's not faithful to the comics like Newsflash Buddy. The comics were written in a time when only white people <laughs> were the, were the yep. stars. I think it's fine that, um, you know, black people and Hispanic people and Asians get a chance too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all the way with you. Tired of whitewashing. Um, I'm, I want to see some representation of my own people on screen um, like, you know, the black community had with Black Panther. It's, it's been yep. time for years now. So can't wait for uh, to see the, those two.
0: I agree, man. I mean, times are changing. We're living in 2021 right now. We need more diversity in our films. People need to be represented into the right way and stuff like that. The old way of doing things is not necessarily the right way of doing things. They need to learn new tricks, new angles to work on and also to to give Asians representation repu- as well, too, because I don't like all the hating that's going on with the Asian um within that um within that either so i definitely agree with you on that uh, another thing too that i want to mention that you brought up that i feel like that i here's the thing i wanted i'm glad that you brought that up because here's the thing we need to we need to come together and our, for us to come together we need to move forward and if we're looking back and moving backwards and everything what's what's the point of all this you know, we need to move forward. We need to not look backwards or anything like that. People's People who have a problem with this or has, like, a backwards way, a mentality of thinking. And instead of just moving forward and thinking for themselves rather than getting someone else to think for them, that's the biggest thing. But what do you think, Charlie? What what do you think about this? Uh, the whitewashing stuff, the the people hating on Asians and also too with the Supergirl casting.
2: I think, like I said, they just need to give people a chance. Let them like, like I said, for the whole whitewashing stuff, they should like. I mean, I can agree with it. I mean, some people were like, I mean, Emma Stone got criticized. When it wasn't her idea for whitewashing when she her character was an a- Asian Vietnamese character in that Aloha movie. Um. Scario Johansson, and, and for Ghost of the Show, which I thought Scario did a good job with that role. Um, and then, like I said, I think it's like, like maybe like, and um, I think I, I, like I said I, I, I'm, like I said, I think they they should start maybe if for if it fits the character, they should start casting appropriately yep. in a sense.
0: Right, I do agree with you yeah. on that, and you know, I, I here's the thing. Another thing I want to bring up. And that's the fact that people uh I feel like this, the actor serves the character, the character shouldn't serve the actor. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is, is this, if you're basing the character based off of the look of an actor, rather than who the character actually is, you have a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we we all do it. We all do it. For example, perfect example, uh, Carl Urban Madrid, right? So yeah, our and our thoughts is like he can play Batman because he covered his eyes and he talks like this, so he can play Batman. But really, you know, I feel like the character is bigger than the actor actually is, so. That's just my thoughts on it. You know, that's why I never really get into like uh, fan castings and stuff like that, because of the fact that I feel like you know the act, the character serves the actor, not the actor serves the character.
2: Yeah, I mean, I try yeah. not to get involved with the stuff either. I mean, it's just they're gonna, ca- everybody's gonna cast who they're gonna cast. I mean, when. For the whole the last few Jokers and Batman's, people are crapping on that. And then mm-hmm. look, Heath Ledger did a great job with the Joker. Or exactly. And then, or, or there was a lot of hatred for Ben Affleck. And I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought me he too. did a good job. I mean, me too. And I, I, I personally don't think Robert Pattinson's gonna be good Batman. But that's just, that's me. I don't. I just just I'm like, why? <laughs> but that, that's <laughs> well, me to be honest.
0: But here's the thing, though, you can have low expectations, and maybe you might come out blown away with something. Because I know I have low expectations of things all the time, and sometimes it works out in my favor. So maybe yeah. you're having low expectations of him might actually make you wind up liking his the way he actually
2: does something. So, I don't know. For me, he's easy I mean, like I said, some stuff. Like, I mean, Patterson was decent in Tenant. Because he didn't piss me off, in a sense that like, I you know already just place the character that just pisses me off, and that's like I'm. just not a huge fan or anything. And again, I'm not really a fan of anybody that was involved with Twilight, except for maybe Anne or Kendrick. That's that's about well,
0: it. Here's the thing, and I, I mentioned this before, and if I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry. But you know, I liked him in The Devil all the time because it was his role was so different, and I've been searching for a movie that he wowed me in. I did not get wowed in any of the other movies he's done. So it wasn't about me hating on him because of Twilight or anything like that. It was me searching out and trying to find something that maybe the studio saw that I didn't see. Cause I like questioning things because I was brought up to question things rather than to react to things first. Cause if you question things first and then you react to them, you're okay. You don't get angry over stuff as quickly and some people that will be quickly to react that's just the way I, I think but we do have a, a message let's take a look
3: and for all of the people that praised um Into the Spider-Verse for like its style and you know the animation and all this other stuff a lot of the reason that movie is successful is because there's an Afro-Latino Miles Morales at the center of that movie They're, oh we've never seen a, a hero into hip hop like yes that is part of Uh, what your experience would be if you're like in New York at that time and you're like an Afro-Latino character growing up there. Yes, you would be into hip hop. You would wear Jordans. Like, So we've seen the white story done hundreds of times, thousands of times. I want to see the Mexican story. I want to see the black story. I want to see hip hop. I want to see like swag to it. You know, like we can have that. You know, I want to see the Middle Eastern story. I want to see the Asian Chinese story. Like Give me all of these unique perspectives because we can't just be monolithic in our films because that's just boring and backwards thinking, like you said.
0: Most definitely, you know, uh, it is backwards thinking if they go ahead and do stuff like that. And, you know, I like to, I want to see the hip hop stuff as well. I want to see something that Latinos can actually gravitate towards and to relate to. And also Asian and the Asian community as well. Uh, Here's the thing when going to the movies everything people don't here's the one thing that i can guarantee no one cares about religion no one cares about sex no one cares about well what sex you are no one cares about any of that other stuff you're united together as one and watching a film together and being excited about something and that's what going to the movies is all about you don't have to worry about what ethnic group that you're in you don't have to worry about what race you are, you don't have to be, you're sharing an experience with strangers, experiences that you can't get back. You can gain friendships from watching a film and things like that too. And that is something that you can't get from watching a movie at home or anything like that. You don't have those connections, you don't have those bonds, you don't have the that kind of stuff because of the fact there's no connectivity within that range where you can experience something together. Oh, we actually have another
3: message. Whoa, John! That's a hot take. Uh, saying that you like Robert Pattinson in Devil all the time, and not in a lot of his other movies, because I like Devil all the time, actually. So I'm I'm with you on that. But I thought Robert Pattinson's character was the worst part of it. Honestly, I don't know what yeah. accent he thought he was doing, but it was not. <laughs> southern baptist uh (laughs) preacher for me (laughs) um it it was really weird and cringy to be honest but um yeah i mean you guys are bringing up twilight like that was so long ago man that was you know that made him successful um on a box office level but he's made have you seen good time from the Safety brothers he was amazing in that have you seen the lighthouse he that was he was incredible in, in that with willem dafoe like he's done and worked with a lot of these great directors. He's done some good work. So uh, I think I have all the the faith in the world he's going to be a good Batman because he's just a good actor.
0: You see, I've been wanting to check out The Lighthouse. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. I heard great things about it. It's on my to-do list, though. And, you know, I might actually do a review on my YouTube channel just for The Lighthouse and do it that way. So I'm always the type of person that will give an actor the benefit of doubt because i'm always rooting for them but what about you charlie i mean the two movies that he mentioned would that be something that you might want to visit for us to do a um, review on
2: the lighthouse not necessary because i think oh, I i've read like i think i've i've heard about that movie before and i've heard reviews and just just doesn't like it, it just doesn't that this doesn't really interest me i mean i think like I said, I think this here and that, and like then, because from what I've read of that movie, it just reminds me right, reminds me a lot of *Brookback Mountain*, and I'm like, no. <laughs> um, well, good time. I mean, it's on my list to say it's on my Netflix queue, but I got so much other stuff to watch. I mean, like I said, I'm, I mean I'll probably, like I said, if Batman's on HBO Max and I don't have to pay for it, I might watch it. But am my Is it something I would go to the theaters to see? I mean, it's not. It, I mean, it might be good with him in it, but it just maybe the, some of the other people they have in it, like the person they have act like casted for Catwoman, I'm not really not a really huge fan of hers. So we'll we'll see. Um, I mean, I'm not just like not like I'll probably check it out, but I just I've gone some. I used to so many other Batmans, it's like we're just it's just this another Batman, another Batman. I'm like, can we just stick with one guy and <laughs> go from there? I guess. <laughs>
1: understand I, because I
2: we, we've got so many good ones I mean christian bale was great and then I like Ben Affleck and then I mean kind of how and then now we're supposed to be getting um, like michael Keane potentially back for the flash and then uh, their version of flash point so there's just we're getting so many batmans but I like that the idea that there's gonna be two different batman movies in two different universes which is cool um but then again like we'll see I mean and like is the batman gonna be something like is the pen whatever it comes out would I spend money to see it? Maybe I might rent it, but then again, I said it—it's well, it, 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 really a, a wait and see for me.
0: Oh, it's on my anticipated list. To be honest with you, I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm gonna check this movie out no matter what, and everything. And plus, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, It's perfectly fine. This is why yeah. we're so diverse from each other, you know. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, um, we can agree on some things, and then some things we're, we're both scratching our heads on.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. It's all good. You know?
0: Yeah, it's all in good fun, though. I mean, I, this is why I have you as an admin and everything yeah. else. So
1: let's yeah. take
0: a look and see what else we got.
3: Charlie, you could not be more off about The Lighthouse. It is way different than Brokeback Mountain. It's it's not even remotely close. Um, I don't know. The guy who directed it did The Witch. Um, so he, he does make mm. these, like, very, um, you know, difficult period piece movies where he captures kind of like an era of uh, the witch being, you know, like Salem era with witches and stuff like that. Um, and then the lighthouse, you know, being, I don't know, if it was like 1600s with like sailors and um, kind of that lifestyle and being a stir crazy uh in this lighthouse which is very relatable in the pandemic honestly being stuck in the in one place for a period of time but it's a lot more weird and fucked up and uh funny than Brokeback mountain let me tell you that
2: thanks for the clarification i just um we'll see i mean again like just from what i've read about it, and it, like there was those types of movies i'm not a huge horror fan to be honest or there's psych- psychological horror i mean some of them i can deal with others are just that so um but yeah, like I said, that 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 may not be for me. But I'm glad you liked it. That's the important thing. Everybody, like everybody, likes everything. That's fine. <laughs> it's all cool. But right. I think it may not maybe not be of interest for me. But uh, thanks for the clarification.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Movies are subjective. One person might yeah. like something that you don't like, or you may like something that they don't like. But yeah, yeah, it's all subjective. Um, but you know, I'm probably gonna solo that one out and watch and check out the lighthouse after I'm get done doing my Soprano stuff. Because that's what's really tying me down with everything at the moment, is doing all these seasons of The Sopranos that I've been doing since July, and now we're just now wrapping up almost. So once I get done with that, I'll be able to do more movie reviews. I even had to tell my friend Mike, I said, let's just calm down on the, um, as I said, I know that we're doing Mafia Talk Mondays, but let's... Let's uh after the Sopranos, let's take a break from T V series a little bit and just focus on the movie aspects of su- of certain things and go from okay. there.
2: Yeah. Uh, we'll that. still have to do our Dexter stuff though. Yeah, like, our, the yeah, season.
0: So, yeah, we're still gonna do Dexter. It's just that for me
2: doing two
0: t- we're trying to review yeah. two, three T V shows at one time. And yeah taking, taking notes takes up a lot. Especially yeah. whenever I did a two hour long Soprano season five review so which was crazy but it was fun well the uh,
2: thing uh, the one upside is that you're they went falcon and winter soldiers only six episodes
0: oh thank god uh, but i'm just saying i i like I, i'm not saying thank god is in you know i'm glad that it's oh here we go we have another new message
3: and yeah lighthouse is definitely not for everybody but i really enjoyed it and uh Good Time. It's a definitely an easier movie. The Safdies who did Uncut Gems, which I also loved. Um, good Times is pretty much like a precursor to that. It's a really good thriller, pulse pounding. And like I said, um, Robert Pattinson is basically in every frame of the movie. I thought he would he was fantastic. So I would recommend that one probably then for both of you. It sounds like that might be a little more up your alley. Um, it's gritty and it's on Netflix right now. It's It's a pretty, pretty crazy movie. So... Um, yeah, maybe check that one out instead.
2: Okay. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's already, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's on my list. Um, like I'll, like it's on my list to watch. Say, same with, uh, Uncut Gems. So I'll, 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 I'll check it out at some point.
0: <laughs> and I've actually seen Uncut Gems. I actually liked that one with Adam Sandler. I thought that was really good for his dramatic chops because I liked him in Rain Over Me as well. Yeah. And, and by the way, uh, dude, if you ever want to, want to do a show or something too, let us know. But also another thing I want to mention is the fact that if you're looking for a horror kind of person, I'm, I'm pretty much into horror too. So I'm very diverse (laughs) and everything too. Cause I, you know, half my list, Charlie was nothing but horror movies.
2: Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, like I said, it's, it's that one, it doesn't really like I can watch some stuff. Like, I mean, in my, like I did take a horror uh, film class in college to, f- to fulfill my minor um so a lot of stuff we watched wasn't just horror like we did have to watch the Texas chainsaw massacre the very first one which he, my professor intentionally dialed up the volume so you have the so the very loudness of it so just tor- it's like torture to your ears because of the chainsaws and stuff but it's like i mean some of the stuff i watched wasn't that bad i've seen before i think it's just it depends on what it is Those slasher movies i'm not a huge fan of like like to be honest, I was always scared to watch the Nightmare and Elm Street movies and I watched the first two and they're okay, but I mean it's not like I mean and I haven't seen any of the Saw movies, but I am intrigued on Spiral. Um hmm. so it it just it really depends on what it is um for me to check it out. Um I, like I said, I don't want to watch horror movies that often, but then again, that's just that's more that that's 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 for everybody else, but it's just that's not right. my genre.
0: <laughs> oh, I understand, man. You yeah, know, not every genre is going to be for everybody. No. You know, everybody has their own thing, you know. Um, but I would like to actually do a show with you about um explaining the type of horror you like and stuff like that, too. Yeah. And things like that. I would like to actually do a show with you and then make out a list of sh- uh movies that I thought you might want to check out if you haven't checked it out. And okay. see if you might want to do that and then we can do like what you thought of certain things.
2: Yeah. Like like I said, I think it was a joke that uh, years ago, with, like with our, with our good my good friend, like our good our friend Sean, he was going to try to have me because I like I said in terms of alcohol, like I can't find a beverage, so they're going to have me just just do enough of the t- videotaping me trying out my reaction to certain alcohol. So this would be <laughs> my certain reaction to certain horror movies, or or as you guys put it, do I have a soul? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: speaking of, we actually have a message. Let's
3: see what we got. Man. Yeah, John, I'm with you. I'm a huge, huge, huge horror buff um, as well. And uh, yeah, if you guys ever want to talk movies and stuff on here, um, I'm on stereo usually at nights. Um, and uh, every Saturday I do a WandaVision show and like review some, some of the latest movies. This week we're doing uh, The Report and The Mauritanian, which are both about Guantanamo Bay. Uh Martinians just has just come out and the report came out like a few years ago so um definitely love if you guys could check that out um okay. and yeah like i said if you guys ever want to talk movies or horror or superhero stuff i'm down for whatever so uh yeah thank you guys for uh talking to me tonight uh you're saving thank me you. from boredom as i'm <laughs> trying to organize my blu-ray library right now <laughs> oh, wow. it's uh, it's taking you. a while i got i got quite a few okay man yeah. i'm
2: like yeah, I'm busy talking while on mute, watching, catching up on mom. A huge wrestling fan, so I've been watching some AEW while talking. So I've been kind of distracted.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Hey, yeah, you know. I'll, but here's the thing: if I was to do that, I would be distracted with the Sopranos, and I wouldn't even understand anything that you were saying, probably. Like, <laughs> like with the Sopranos, I actually have to have zero. I have to have focus, 100% focus, when doing that because there's just so much stuff. Mm -hmm. In the Sopranos episode, especially when you get... Okay, the first two seasons, you can pretty much... You don't have to take notes. Or Mm -hmm. three seasons, you don't have to take notes. But from season four all the way up to season six, part one and part two, you need to take notes. (laughs) Because there's just so much stuff to dive into. I have five pages full of just on episode four.
2: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So... Whenever I say I dive deep, I dive deep
2: into
0: Mm it. Um, But yeah, those are just some of the stuff that I work on. Um, We're doing a Walk to Remember review coming out Friday as well. Yeah. With Sarah from Go Get That Rose and uh, Water Marvel, which is a show that my friend Jay Wade does. And everything too, where basically they do after shows for One Division, and they're going to be doing uh, after shows for uh, the Winter Soldier as well for Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: So
2: yeah,
0: and then of course, Go Get That Rose is a Bachelor after show if you're into the Bachelor.
2: So. But yeah, my, my my Blu-ray collection is so huge. I'm like, I, like I, it's like if my movies are piling on top of the shelf. Cause I have so many, I just have to, I've been, I've been trying to get rid of some of my duplicates. Um, so I, I've, I I've, I've put out a Facebook notice. Hey, anybody wants to buy any, just let me know. I've, You'll probably get the best prices around. Cause I have so many duplicates. <laughs> Dude,
0: let me see what you have. I might actually take some off of you. Like for real. <laughs> okay. Because... I mean,
2: yeah, I, I put, I think I put it on the Facebook, uh, like a, just a, a random post I forgot like because I had it on my local page and nobody was buying anything so then I was like then I decided to put it in um, um, so yeah I've been I've been trying to sell these things like for a while to get clear up some space because when you buy the 4k you get the normal Blu-ray you get the up the enhanced Blu-ray with it so I'm like I don't I don't need two of the same Blu-rays <laughs>
0: exactly and I'm the same way though too my Blu-ray collection is pretty big when it yeah. comes to stuff it's just that I want certain movies and it's not on a blu-ray for an updated version so yeah there's that let's see what we got
3: The yeah. Sopranos is like honestly one of the best TV shows ever made it's like a crime to even call it a TV show it's just some of the best media like ever made it's it's incredible
0: most definitely yeah. man and if it wasn't for The Sopranos we wouldn't have shows like Breaking Bad we wouldn't have shows Sunday um, Anarchy. yep
2: um <laughs> Because that's essentially Sopranos on bikes, Sup- yep. uh, something Um, But hey, man, if you um if you if you want a show to check out, watch Dexter. Great show. Yeah. And it, yeah. and if and unfortunately, yeah. Well, yeah, you, you when you watch it, you'll know. I was like, man, started out great. Then, yeah.
0: <laughs> then it kind of went sideways.
2: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we great recommend good. Dexter because we have an after show for Dexter. We've been doing in honor of the new season coming out sometime fall (laughs) well, we don't know yep
1: it's
0: called the dark matter of fact our after show is called the dark passenger a dark um, uh, dexter morgan after show is the name of that that show if you guys are into dexter yeah we're doing stuff on stereo to introduce new fans into our community for uh for our youtube stuff and also too we also do audio podcasts as well
2: so yeah westworld is also a great show um once you get past the first two seasons, like the the latest season they just aired, a uh, season three it was awesome. Yeah, it's just awesome.
0: All right, so
3: Dexter was definitely good too for uh, a long time until those last two seasons. Woof. Yep. They really yeah. jumped the shark. So supposedly they're bringing it back though. I, I always was like maybe they'll they'll bring it back and try and redeem themselves. So I'm hopeful that maybe they, they have a better ending than what they came up with because, yeah. yikes, that shit was bad. That's, like, one of my worst finales um, last seasons since, like, Game of Thrones. It's just just awful.
2: Totally agree with you on that one, man. And if you want to hear our thoughts on that when we get to that season, or, like, we're going to be... Uh... Whenever we haven't decided yet. We'll be focusing we'll be uh, we're already on season three that we're gonna be focusing on our next after show. So if you wanna catch up along with us and then you can hear our reactions. Um my um and then my good friend Sean, he's also a huge Dexter fan, hated the ending. He he's been on with us and like I said, we're gonna be covering the the good seasons next. And then then you can hear what we follow of the ending when we ever get to it. <laughs> right.
0: So that's actually going to do it for us and everything as far as the show goes. Um, I do appreciate everyone that uh, came out and everything listened to the show for a little bit, even though you just peeked in for a little. Then also, too, I appreciate um, you as well for commenting inside the chats and stuff like that, too, yeah. just keeping us entertained as well, because I'm glad that we can actually make your night with entertaining you as well yeah <laughs> because we like here's the thing we we like this uh side of things because we want to interact with our fans and our followers and stuff like that and i like the connection that stereo is actually bringing to the table don't get me wrong i like uh stream yards and stuff like that when we're doing live and everything this is more of a little mm-hmm. bit of back setting that we normally do but you know i just i feel like this has a little bit more of a connection yeah. Uh, let's see we, we have another
3: yeah one. thanks again for a great show guys um yeah follow me on here misfit minded and uh on all social medias and i'll, I'll definitely check out what you guys are working on sounds good love the sopranos Love most of dexter so yeah thanks again uh have a good night
2: yeah thanks man we appreciate you having too. you on and um let us know if you're like if interest if you want to sh- stop on the show or ta- if you want to talk horror movies or whatever we'd love to have you yeah. on
0: most definitely and like I said we do a YouTube show it's live and everything Monday and we have it all week pretty much <laughs> but um, yeah we're always looking for someone to come on and everything so yeah just give us a holler another thing too I'm actually gonna have my friend Tamika on Friday like I mentioned for our after show for WandaVision that comes on at eight o'clock uh central time nine o'clock eastern six o'clock pacific time on on Friday then after that I'm going to be doing the Walk to Remember review with Charlie at 9 o'clock Eastern, 10 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time. And then after that, Saturday, I'm doing a show with Tamika at 8 o'clock p.m. And that's going to be the Hidden Figures review for Black History Month. And then after that, I have a show on Mondays called Mafia Talk. And I'm going to have Mike, no, Sunday, I'm going to have Mike on the show with me for Goodfellas for the Goodfellas review. And then Monday is just going to be an anchor audio only podcast episode of just reviewing season six, part one of The Sopranos. So check that out. Another thing, too, guys, is go on ahead follow that Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Instagram. For all your entertainment needs, wants, and pleasures, go to www.movieloversunite.com. Then also, too, Go to Pinterest at Movie Lovers TV Lovers night over there. You can also follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit and also to John gregorio 8 on Twitter as well. That's my Twitter handle. Another thing, too, is if you guys want to get in touch up, touch with me, just go to <laughs> Movie Loves at gmail.com. You guys can go ahead and converse with me that way. And that's all the places that you can reach me at. And Thanks again, Charlie, for coming on. Yeah. I'm glad that we got a chance to talk about the, the Spider-Man news that dropped. And yeah, just interacting with everybody.
2: Oh, quick thing! I want everybody to make sure you, if you're interested in that Paramount Plus, read up what they got coming because there's some stuff that they, uh, some pretty big stuff that we can focus in on another episode. But there's some big stuff that's coming that that uh, that streaming service, which next next Thursday, a week from tomorrow, is when that stuff's going to be released.
0: You want to do a show tomorrow on that? We'll just call it Paramount Pictures Release,
2: yeah. Release.
0: Paramount Plus,
2: yeah, because there's some pretty big stuff that they got, they just re- they just dumped on us for that. And, and it's like, um, in a sense, similar to what HBO Max is doing with Paramount movies, but I can focus in on that tomorrow.
0: Okay, sounds good. Well, we'll do that at eight o'clock p.m. Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern yeah clock uh, Pacific time. another thing too, I forgot to mention is I'm gonna have Rossi McCree an independent um actress on with me on Thursday. We're gonna be reviewing the very first coming to America movie on Monday, uh, no Tuesday I'm gonna have an independent comic book writer artist on with me Quentin Bennett. We're gonna be reviewing the Mummy, the Brandon Fraser movie. Oh cool. the very first. One. So yeah, that's Love what that we're movie. gonna be doing. Hey, if you want to come on, man, you know the door. Well, I'll, the door open for you.
2: Cool. I will just gotta get the link. <laughs> just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll get you the link out there. You know I me. Mean.
2: So, yeah, I know you Yeah, like I said, yeah, I, I love that movie. It's great. Sequels are yeah. better.
0: I'll accept the third one.
2: <laughs> yeah, third one sucked. Second one's the best.
0: Exactly. So, okay, guys. Well, thank you, and have a good night.